It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at marines.com. Oh, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to episode 881 of Flow Wrestling Radio Live. It's a Wednesday. I'm your host, Christian Piles. Joined today by James Dean Raider and the Basement Brigade of Ben Funky Askren and Shane Sparks, both coming at us live, subterranean, underground. FRL Underground, we could call it. What's up, boys? Uh, I'm doing pretty well today. How about yourself? So good. Doing very well. Guys, I'm, I'm fired up because right now I feel like it's 1976. You got that music. I'm looking at JD Radar. I feel like I'm in <laughs> Studio 54 in New York City. <laughs> Man, I'm, I'm just thankful we, Shane never got unleashed or JD into Studio 54 because I don't know if the, <laughs> the JD and Shane that we know and love would, would, would emerge uh, out I of it. I know it came back. Yeah, my guess is with JD, it would have been right to the front of the line, maybe going in the back door. We would have been taken care of well, JD, yeah. for sure. I got connections. JD would so. know a few guys for sure. JD's <laughs> probably know. one of those guys. He's friends with the owner. Just follow me. <laughs> yep. Yep. I see that for sure. Um, well, man, so much to get to. Um, f- fun weekend of wrestling. Shane, I can't, I can't like just start with you. Big Ten dual season has has kicked off. What are you? What were you excited about from from last weekend? Man, I'm always looking for stories. You know, you want stories. You don't have a dog in the fight looking for stories. So, doing a little research, Kale's best team, 2017, 146 and a half points. Mm-hmm. Can this team score more than 146 at the tournament? Mm. I think there's a good possibility they can. Definitely and that team, possible. if you remember. Five national champs, mm-hmm. but this team could do it. Could this be Kale's best team ever? That's my. That's the question I'm asking myself right now. Man, that's a great question, and I think I think it could be. And because you've got the combination of like the 2017 five champs, but not a ton of other All Americans. But now it's like, other than 125, which weight are you writing off that could not place? Like, and you have the factor of like. You have several national champions already, and you have a number one guy in Kirk Fleet who can clearly win a title. And then you've got this Levi Haynes that Ben and JD and really everyone's pretty high on, and Bo Bartlett's top five now. 
it's, well, you it's bring just... up a real good point, Chris. And I'm going to just intercede here real quick. One thing yeah. where I, I think they can do it is, and I think this is pretty relevant. When you look at 141 and 157, I think we'd all agree. You look at two weight classes mm-hmm. where it's really up in the air. Those two are probably most up in the air. Like if they had a stud 165 pounder, the reality is if he was really, really, really well, good, you might that's... be like, yeah, maybe he's going to take six. Then he could be a stud. Mm-hmm. Bartlett can win it. There, there's no question Bo Bartlett can win it at 140. I'm not saying he does, but there's no doubt he can win it. And at 157, uh, Levi Haynes, again, small sample, but 157 is, is I mean, that weight class is up for grabs. And, yeah, and they, maybe that's the, a guy that places high at 157. The three most wide open weights, they got big dogs at. They got Bo, they got big Levi dogs. Haynes, and they got... Max Dean, who's the returning NCAA champ. Those are the most wide open weights, but they got they have hammers there. Um, so yeah. You, fa- you factor that in. You factor in the fact that they have uh, national champion Carter, national champion Aaron Brooks, national champion Roman Bravo Young, and Max Dean. Um, it's, it is it could be their best team ever. It yet. doesn't feel like yeah. it because those aren't bonus point guys. They're not your Zanes and your Knowles that are yeah. out there just annihilating dudes. So Scorcher. right away you're like, no, this team isn't better. But then you kind of think about it. Well, it'll if, be you're, close. if you're going off of like NCA points and NCA finishes, mm-hmm. yeah, it would be interesting. Yeah. It'd be fun to do a, a you know, one of our uh, one of our Corona classics, the hypothetical, hypothetical duel. duel meet. Corona classic. <laughs> that was oh fun. We had so many fake duel meets, and we actually got oh, people. Was, we got people screaming at each fun, other. You are Christian. You're thinking about. Um, you're thinking retrospectively, but in the moment, it was like, what are we gonna do? What are we gonna do? And then we had to make everyone mad at each other because like we gotta do something. So might as well do like the best versus the best. And then everyone's getting all pissed off that we're not picking them. It's like, but we can only pick one of you guys. Yeah, <laughs> it was they're ridiculous. Like, they're like, yeah, I know. Pick me, not the other guy. Oh my goodness gracious! Very obvious. But Penn well, State, I mean, that team is so good. I mean, Levi uh, Haynes. That was the first time I'd ever seen him. Man, I mean, again, it was one match, but. But uh, it's like, yeah, here we go again. It's the, I mean, that's one thing with Kale the last decade. There's always the veterans, but the pipeline is never empty. I mean, it's always, I mean, again, the, they don't rebuild, they reload. That's just what it is, what it is, you know, yeah. but it was a good, it was a good weekend. Uh, uh, Illinois, Wisconsin had a really good dual meet from a score. St- it's, just, it's just entertaining. I mean, obviously, as we know, with dual meets, not everybody wrestles, changes things. It's like, yeah, and that I've always said this. Illinois was better than Wisconsin with the circumstances of the day on Sunday. What does it mean moving forward? Who knows? But yeah. you want to you want to win the dual meets. You, you got to control what you can control. Beat the guys that are in front of you. And Illinois did that. They had a good week. I mean, they good did. effort in Carver Hawkeye on on Friday night. I mean, they scored yeah. more takedowns than Iowa did. Went five five. And uh, really I like, more takedowns. I didn't know yeah, that. Yeah, more takedowns. Okay. They they had more takedowns. And I think again, you, you can break these numbers down. I think it was the you know maybe. Because of one or you know one guy, I think Danny Pacino got a bunch of takedowns. You take him uh, out, sure, sure. you know what I mean. You know how this yeah, stuff is. Yeah, you can gotcha. you can spin it any way you want to. But uh, the the other one too that um, Indiana and Maryland wrestled on Monday, oh. and Indiana beat Maryland, which surprised me a little bit because Maryland's had a really good start to the year. Yeah, yeah, Maryland is still looking for their first Big Ten dual win, and obviously, yeah, I thought they were going to get it. They've never had one, and. You know, this was the one you probably circle for this year. This is their best opportunity. They'll have other op- they they could beat. 
I think they have Michigan State this year. That's that's. Oh, they could beat them. They could beat them for sure. And Michigan State though is off to a really good start too. And I know what the, it's yeah, about. The competition. Don't get too excited. Really I, like good. I, said, I know it's about the really competition. Really good. I, I'm, I'm, simply, I'm simply saying. I, I, all I'm saying is I would, and I'm not saying you guys are saying this, but if I'm Maryland, I'm not looking at Michigan State going, "Yeah, we'll win that one." Then okay, now we, I mean they're going to have to. They're going to have to bring a yeah. great effort to beat Michigan State. Coach Clemson is not saying that about any dual meet. We're going to yeah, win. He's yeah. like, but he's done a really good job there. I mean, we we know about all the big hitters in the Big Ten, but this last weekend, I think Illinois much improved. I yeah. think, you know, what we've seen in the first half of the season, I think um, Maryland's much better. And I think Michigan State is, I mean, I I don't, they're, they're not bad. I mean, it's in the Big yeah. Ten. I, I think the reality is in the Big Ten, if you're those teams, you want to be top 10. That's, that's yeah. what the goal is. Let's get to top 10 and then, you know, let's try to wait, find a way to get in the top half. B- build from there. The the dual discussion kind of um, want to talk about there. There's for, for whatever reason, I think I guess the medical forfeit situation, the guy sitting out of duels prompted a conversation that I don't understand how it actually connects to. I feel like it happens every year, though, Christian. I I do agree. I don't I don't understand yeah. what forfeits have to do with. Well, let's add a dual championship at the end of the season. I don't. I just don't see how those can two I, are connected. Can you help me connect those, Ben? I can. I can connect it for you. Okay. What I think people are frustrated with um, is that they people think we can have a better product, and mm-hmm. people think because of everything only matters in March that people have the propensity to sit out tournaments, duels, and that nothing really matters, and that's giving us a shitty product during the year. Hundred percent right on that, Ben. Nailed it. What? What? Okay. And I snap my fingers. We now have a dual championship. How does that change? Well, These guys are still in my gonna... scenario. You know what I thought about our conversation? I, I brought last Thursday. I brought in that idea, and I think maybe there was one lot, one thing I didn't say clearly enough that would have helped connect some things for you guys. That maybe you got this, maybe you didn't. Um, but I proposed the sixteen duels over eight weeks, right? Yes, okay. Yes. That would that's what would qualify you for the dual tournament later, right? So then it would be incumbent on teams to wrestle their best lineups or the best that they have during those 16 duels. Therefore, it's more likely we would see more really good competitive duels. I'll give you a great example and I'll pick on my home team um cuz I know you guys don't think I did. Missouri, you and I. These are two really good teams. That duel on Sunday was not good. There were yeah. so many backups in there. Um, there was a couple of good matches when there should have been a whole bunch. So, I mean, that's like a one that I looked at. The, I, I was going to watch it retroactively because I was in practice and I looked at the results and went, eh, pass. Yeah. You know? And so I think it comes down to people are feeling cheated because they, they love wrestling and they want this great product. They want these competitive matches. And because of the current structure of what we have, there's so many coaches and teams saying, well, these things don't really matter. Even I'm gonna pick on even the scuffle of Midlands guys. I was really excited. I looked at those backers with the scuffle, and I'm like, eh, I'll watch the finals after the fact. I mean, that that's really how I felt about it, genuinely. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm with you, Ben. And I mean, we guys, here's what you got to remember here: we love wrestling. We love hey, this. Tell them, Chris, and, tell them, Shane Sparks. But, we, we love, love it, and we're still looking at this like there's a little bit more to be desired. And you, Ben, you nailed it on the head. Very. It's it's about there is a clear opportunity that we again I don't know every little factor the logistics yeah. to this but there's a chance to improve the sport look at other sports yes. 
Football's made adjustments, big adjustments over the years. Volleyball's made adjustments with their rapid scoring system. That product is on fire right now. Volleyball is. We talked about football. We know about the basketball tournament. We know about the baseball tournament. Hell, look at the Final Four in lacrosse on ESPN uh, Memorial Day weekend. They own it. It's like, it's pretty clear to see that a team aspect is needed. I mean, that's what people get behind. People get behind teams. That's how it works. Yeah. I mean, I, I and then if you look at it, let's whatever the, the fact is, let's say it's 16 teams. If you took that at the the, the amount of dates, uh obviously would be go hand in hand with the amount of competitions, the amount of exposure, you'd make more money. If it's a money thing, you'd make way more money if that's marketed and executed properly. To to me, it's the biggest like I, I look like when I think about a dual meet championship. I think about my computer when it just spins and spins and spins. My mind's spinning because it's so beyond obvious to me that this would help and be necessary that I can't compute in my mind why it's not happening. But, like, yeah, what? So, Christian, well, the problem is, Christian wanted to go off. Christian, the problem is, in this way, is can we have a better product and how can we actually make the matches that are currently happening matter so we actually get the wrestlers who should be out there wrestling so uh, those of us who love wrestling can watch what we want to watch. Yeah. And Ben, real quick. Uh, that guys, may seem thing... selfish. That may seem selfish. But at the end of the day, that's also what's best for the sport. And you know what's the worst thing ever? The, the worst line ever in this sport. The worst. You want to you say, give me one sentence that sums up where this I know. sport is. Only March matters or something. Only March matters. <laughs> I knew it. Come on, guys. Are you freaking that's a horrible thing to say. That 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 sums it up right there. Only March matters. And guys, if we're being honest, it's a few days in March. Like it's not. If it was every day of the every day of the month mattered, okay, maybe that would be so damn good. It'd be the anticipation. It'd be awesome. It's not even that, guys. Well, as, we've learned, as we've learned before, as as we've seen before, unfortunately. And again, some of these situations because people might be like, "Well, argue with me," and that's whatever. There's going to be some situations like anything that 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 you're fine on. But even the big tens last year, we had two freaking, and maybe they were both justified fine, but it's still like, man, you got two medical forfeits in the finals of the big tens. What does that tell you? It can't be that important. Yeah, it's important. It can't be that important or guys would wrestle them. So I I would say one, I I think everyone thinks that having a dual championship would be a really cool thing. Uh, Well, maybe not everyone, but I think what's important is what, you need to first understand what the actual obstacles to that are. And I think there's a lot of maligning of the NCAA for them not supporting a, a second championship or whatever. And I don't, I don't understand that because okay, I don't fair. be, yeah, it, it's totally like your eye is way off the ball. If you think the NCAA is randomly going to bless a second championship, they're going to be like, wait, what is, hold on guys. Don't you have a championship? Well, yeah, we do, but we want to determine a, a team winner. Well, don't you do that at the other one? Well, yeah, we've done that since, you know, the sport began, but now we just want to do it in a different way, and we want a second sport because of it? Well, how's the sport different? Well, it's not different at all. We just want some dual meets. And, like, the idea that the indoor track thing is some sort of trump card in this argument is so misguided. It's so, like... Trump card. Luke, it's, it's, it's an example. It, no, it's Trump not. Card. It's not. But everyone thinks it's like, ah, oh, gotcha. There's they run inside. And so that's the same thing as creating a completely second sport, which is what you're asking for. If you have a second NCAA championship, 
Okay. So, but here's the good news. The good news is everything you want to have happen is within NCAA wrestling's power to, to do. And you don't need the NCAA to do it. You could have, you could take Ben's suggestion of changing the entire structure of the season to this part is like duels. This part is tournaments. We have a dual championship at this time of year and we have our individual championship at this time of year. All that is possible. All that is attainable. You don't have to start your season in November. Not every team has, has a match in November. Some of them start later. You, that, your schedule, is, is apart from conference-mandated stuff, is basically in your hands, and it can be what you want it to be. So, which gets to the actual issue. The actual reason this doesn't happen, and the actual reason it probably will never happen, is coaches. Coaches make all the decisions in the sport. And Shane, you guys bringing up all the sports that are having success, those are sports where coaches don't make every single decision in the sport. And the second that Nick Saban or Bill Belichick started making all the decisions for college football or the NFL will be the day those sports start to go in the tank. These sports are run by business people, not people. Well, you can't. They're going to the coaches are good. at. They are good at coaching. But no, somehow, no, no, how we kick them out of these roles where they're making the decisions on that stuff? Yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not sure how you do that, but but the fact is, you have to you have to confront the reality that NCAA okay. wrestling coaches make all the decisions in sport, and not just college wrestling. So, uh, can I not, hold on, Christian? Can I can I fact check you here? And I don't I don't know the answer. Are you certain when you say other sports don't have the coach making the decision? Is that actually factual? Um, I would be certain. I'm certain it's true. And I'm for professional in football leagues. and basketball. Yeah, yes. yeah. No, I don't. I don't know the first thing about lacrosse or volleyball or what or what they're okay. doing. Um, candidly, because Shane brought them up as examples. So if if those are also uh, ran by coaches heavily, then that would be kind of a counterpoint here. So it would be it would be a counterpoint. Only it it wouldn't be a counterpoint because maybe those coaches actually got on the same freaking page about what was right for the sport. And they 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 put their own interests aside for a moment and thought bigger picture. That would be my my theory. So lacrosse is maybe I don't know the first thing about lacrosse. I'll probably never watch a match in my life. <laughs> Throw a ball in that. But they're doing they're if they're doing good, which I'm just taking Shane at his word. I and if the coaches were part of it, they probably all got on the same page about it. Um, if I had to guess, I don't know. I don't know about that. But I know it's true in wrestling. And I know there are factions that want it and that don't want it. And that's why we have what we have. And so blaming the NCAA is totally misguided and a waste of time, frankly. It's it's the coaches. They've got to do it. And, I, I, and, and okay. the coaches I'm not blaming impact. the NCAA. I'm just speaking about what I think needs to happen. And the good news is it could all happen. It could all happen. We don't need any outside. I love being able to – you control your destiny. Wrestling controls yeah. its destiny here. But guys, do you remember they, they the national duels a few years ago? Like some of this, like there, there's a couple. I would say as a as a wrestling fan, there was one moment that I was I really was like, "What am I in a dream right now? Is the alarm clock going to go off? Where, where the hell am I?" And that was when there was the national duels a few years back when you had that was the year Penn State wrestled Oklahoma State. That was Gallagher Iba Arena's biggest crowd ever. I mean, you guys remember? I mean, it was that was was it NC State Iowa was one of them. It was like mm-hmm. it was so good. 
It was that that month was so exciting or the weeks leading up to it. He had some of the, the Iowa, Iowa, or yeah, at that time, Iowa, Virginia Tech stuff going on. Like, it was so exciting. It was dual meets. It was fun. I think in my life, at least for me as a wrestling fan, last 25 years, that might have been the most exciting couple. That was so exciting. And yeah. it, and it, people show up, people watch it. And then the next year, it's gone. It's gone. It's like yeah. the coolest thing ever. And then it is gone. And that to me, I'm like, what, what in the, like, what's happening here? Are you kidding me? We, we yeah. have this basically proven concept from a fan standpoint, which should matter. And now it's gone. Like, okay. Classic yeah. wrestling. Yeah. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, I definitely remember the Penn State Oklahoma State duel for a variety of reasons. Um, it yeah, it it was other than my harrowing memory of it uh, was amazing. Well, uh, what did happen? I'm I'm uh, you made some in, in, innuendos there, and I don't I don't remember. I don't know are you kidding about. me? Are you gonna make me say it? Hey, stuff happens sometimes, <laughs> right? Entire, I don't know. I there don't was no know. stream, Ben. Ben, the stream broke. We had no. Remember, Martin oh, had. Remember, whoa! You got. What are you guys doing him? Whoa, Martin. I ben. do. I remember because I mine worked. Mine worked somehow the whole if you time. Got in, it never if you broke. got in early. It worked. Yes, and, and that, I, again, and so basically, I, I Christian face, it crashed. Um, I Facebook lived it, and I had like two twenty five hundred people watch my Facebook live. Right, so that's in. what happened, Christian. It basically crashed because of the volume. Yeah. Yeah, that again, again, exhibit whatever, whatever to prove how big of a thing that was. Yeah, like, it was big. Man, that's actually a good point. Actually, that's almost like <laughs> not that it's good that it happened at that time, but looking back on it now, it's like, yeah, that uh, that was a huge deal. So much that it crashed the website. It was so popular. Yeah, what a spin zone. Um, but uh, yeah, so I, I do think that the broader point is like, man, we could have all this stuff, and I think building consensus among coaches should be the, the first priority for people that want to make this happen. And that's going to be hard to do. Um, Cause it, the it, most powerful guy, and I actually like this guy, the most powerful guy wants to keep it the way he, he wants. He has it because he's more likely to win more often. Right. He well, probably I, still I, win. I, I would, kill, you can tell me if I'm wrong in my interpretation of, of your feelings towards this and you actually disagree and think the NCAA individual championship is a better product and a better media property. I'm happy to hear that. And that um, is true. It's he like, That's what he thinks. Well, that's what I, I mean. It's provably true. I would say, I mean, it's how it's, do you, well, how can we have, how can it be provably true if we haven't done the second thing? Well, because wrestling has existed for ever and it's basically the only tournament or only event that gets close to mainstream viewership. But that's Christian, uh, the other one would be better. I don't know. I don't know that that's an argument, Christian. Do me turning provable. Hold on, Shane. I'm holding I'm putting Christian in the fire here. (laughs) You're saying it's provable. But you in in the modern era of wrestling, where people actually watch wrestling, which is say the last ten years, and honestly a lot of it is due to flow and the coverage of flow. Um the the one time that we did a kind of dual national championship, which you just referenced. It was so popular that the stream crashed. And I think that, well, you could speak to this, but Flo's viewership and numbers have only gotten, it's exploded since the last, last five, six years, right? Sure. And so the notion that the 
if we actually did a real dual national championship and teams actually were trying to compete to get in and every dual meet during the season mattered, that that's oh, not going to use media property. Up, ben. I don't, I don't know how that's provable. I think it'd be bigger. Dual meet championship so, would on. be bigger. Let me let Christian tell us how that's been proven. Well, I guess you can't technically prove it because it hasn't happened, but there's, yeah. there's um, mountains of data that show what? the NCAA Which rec- data? that the NCAA wrestling championships are the most popular event in the sport, not just it's college. the one that actually matters right now. Th- this yeah, is now true, but there is data to suggest that high level individual matchups are what really drive could be viewership. So in my opinion, I think the final, the NCAA championship finals would still probably be better because by and large, um, Fans come for for teams, yes. But again, but okay, it, if, if you get whole... certain scenarios where you get a mega mega individual matchup, yes. that will still probably surpass. The, the other thing that I, I know, Coach Smith explicitly made this point last week, and I know other coaches have, is uh, if you are going to watch the entirety of the NCAA wrestling championships, it's three days and it's forty ish hours of wrestling, or somewhere around mm-hmm. there. It's something insane. Not forty, probably thirty. It's an insane amount of wrestling. And so one of the reasons the NCAA Finals does so well, J.D., and this is the point of what is, it's a two-hour, two-and-a-half-hour time block, and you say, hey, here's 10 matches. It's going to happen over this time period. And it's uh, it obviously is also a pinnacle, which helps. But you know exactly what's happening. And that's the same yes. thing as dual meets. And I, I don't know. I would love to see. I don't know if the Big Ten Network would share data with us, but I would love to see what their data is on dual meets. And it's got to be at least pretty good. Because they've done this thing where on Friday nights they're doing this duel, you know, Central Standard Time, 6 to 8, and another duel, 8 to 10. So they got to be doing at least relatively well where they're like, how do we get more dual meets on TV, right? And then they're doing a Saturday, and then they're doing a Monday, or they do the Monday sometimes. Um, so I think that the dual meets, even though they don't actually matter right now, and if they did matter, they would be more popular, they're still getting really good viewership. I would say really good is a relative term. Um, I would say Iowa Penn state gets a number that, that probably matters. And I think probably everything else. Let me ask you this Christian. Can I ask you a question? Yeah. Um, What would get more viewership? Uh, A big duel. Cause you probably, you probably have a good beat on this, a big duel or um, a CKLV. Um, That's the biggest tournament we have. Not NCAAs. Iowa versus Penn state will drastically outperform cklv okay what well, and and what if i went penn state on the cklv thing? field though then it would be a lot closer yeah so i mean i don't know i think there could be a very good argument and that duel that duel doesn't matter right there's no implications and so if we had this dual meet season with those implications so i think what it comes down to christian i think you were frustrated with the wrestling uh wrestling world last night when you were texting me I think there's a lot of us who feel as though the current product we have is not the best product we can put forth. And if we put forth a better product, we would have significantly more people being fans of the sport of wrestling who can actually follow it, who can tune into uh, a duel every Friday and Sunday and that they actually matter. And you're going to see the best guys out of the mat wrestling. And uh, so when when you're frustrated, I think you need to get in the minds of like, no, I think we could do better. How do we do better? Um, that's where I think everyone should be. And if we yeah, can work well, together on it, we can create a solution. And people talk about growing the sport. It usually makes me like I throw it in my mouth. Way. Okay. But if you really want to grow, like growing the sport 
dual meets, you you get a, a good system around dual meets, and you will increase your fan base. You just, I mean, guys, I'm a good example of it. I was not a volleyball fan until this season. You know why? Because I was following the tournament. I don't know you for a million dollars. I could not name you one Badger volleyball player. I couldn't name you one. I, I could not name you one volleyball player right now. But I can tell you that I watched a bunch of volleyball games this fall. I watched the tournament because it was exciting. I, I was rooting for the Badgers. They got beat at the Fieldhouse in Madison by Pitt in a great five-set thriller. It was it was awesome. That's people. I just look at my own life. Like people do the same with wrestling. It'd be like God. This you just got something I mean, to follow. Yeah, I mean to your point, Shane, on that one is like I have a lot of kids in my club and. <laughs> Maybe unfortunately, it's both unfortunate and unfortunate because I really want them to love college wrestling and and love wrestling and and want to wrestle at that level. That's really important for us. But they just love the Badgers because it's a team that's in the state. Yeah, Yeah, right. They don't. They don't necessarily name. Couldn't name the. There's no way they could name the lineup. They might after they go watch a duel. Maybe probably say Austin Gomez and Dean Hamidi or something to that effect. Uh, There's no way that you said name ten people on the lineup. They're not getting it. I promise you this. Right. But they want to go watch Duel Me and get excited about the the hometown team. Um, and there, I think there's a lot of people like that. So, Christian, I, I don't think you should be frustrated. I think you should think, like, that people think there's a better solution. And that's a good thing. And and mo- in most cases, in pretty much everything in the world, there is a better solution if we just can figure it out the right way. And so yeah, we, we, as the uh, probably largest uh, media source... Right. And not 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 flow, but this podcast specifically mm-hmm. needs to keep pushing the envelope on this is my feeling. I'm for that. I'm for that. OK, uh, I, I just the reason we are where we are. There's like a, a look in the mirror. They, the people that I can, agree. It's, it's, they're, they're the, the ones that did it. The coaches did it. They're, they made it this way. It wasn't always like this. Duels were, you know, you wrestled your lineup. Usually now you don't. You don't wrestle your lineup. And I don't know how much that's... And here's another thing. If you're a wrestler, your number one goal in folk style wrestling is not to win a dual championship. It's all about the individual. And I think that is a good thing. I think that is the appropriate goal for a young wrestler to have. I want to be an NCAA wrestling champion. I can't do that if I'm on... it's not, if I'm on a team and we lose... In my scenario, I did both. Yeah, I, I know that. But... My point I'm trying I'm gonna to try to make is regardless of the dual situation, if there's an NCA tournament down the line that I, they're trying to optimize for, um don't be surprised if we're not in a similar boat because ultimately these guys' interests are around winning an individual NCA title. And they do want to win duels, but not at the expense or potential risk of winning the individual title, which is the A number one goal. For all these yeah. guys, that's what you yeah. want to do. You want to get to that tournament and you want to win it. And pretending that that's not reality is you. You have to confront that too. That's part of it. And I don't think what? that this is a silver bullet. It's not a silver bullet. No one's saying. Say, no one's saying silver bullet. I know, but it sure sounds like we're don't gonna. Put ha- word, don't put words th- in my mouth. Well, no. well here's the thing. Well, I'm not putting words in your mouth, but you guys are saying the reason these guys are not wrestling their lineup is because there's no incentive to because it doesn't tie back to something bigger. And I'm saying it could tie back to something bigger and it still is not tied to the biggest thing, which is wrestling at the NCAA tournament and winning and placing at it. That is the biggest thing. You know how many times I've heard this talking to coaches? I hear this all the time. 
He's not going to go. But if, if was this NCAs, was this event or whatever else, he'd be out there. Like mm-hmm. I, I do think it would matter. Would it? Would it be the complete fix? It would not. I also, Christian, would say this, and I can't speak to this. Maybe Ben can. You, you know, JD can speak to these things better than I can. But I have this thought in my mind that yeah, you want to win an NCAA title, but I think a lot of these guys would get behind a dual meet championship because you're you're with your guys, you're with your brothers. I mean, I. I know you want to win an individual national title, but I would I would argue this. I'd be curious about this. I, I you could talk to these guys. I'd be curious to talk to like teams and say if you could win one or the other, what would what would be more satisfying? I, I they most there might be a lot of them that say, you know what, doing it as a team would be freaking awesome. Yeah, but this, it's just not gonna be that's not what they will on that's not what they'll honestly think. They may say it because it sounds good to be a team guy, but they want to win the individual thing. That's the biggest yeah, they thing. Wanna, they do. I I get that. I just think I think if you're one of those guys <laughs> that you want to win an individual national title, you're gonna have to cut my leg off for me not to show up for my team. Period. I'm showing up. I'm showing up for these guys. And if that means it costs me an individual national title, which you can't ever say that either, because you never know, I'm doing it. Yeah. Yeah. Man, and what about you? Would you have done it? Uh, you guys know how I feel. I love to yeah. wrestle. Yeah, you show up. You know, yeah, you just show up and, and compete. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, uh, yeah, I mean, Christian, I, I, I just don't think you should have the frustration because I think we're trying to create a better product. Um, and I think that no, I'm yeah, not, it's almost... I'm not frustrated. No, I'm you not were, frustrated. The text, uh, the text us that were... There was, there was a <laughs> frustration, for sure. <laughs> yeah, I'm frustrated. Um <laughs> Yeah, I just think well the conversation is so it's the I think the the plot is missed a, a little bit and uh, I think that's what I was frustrated about. It's like no guys, yeah. this isn't the problem isn't over here. The problem is can I can I speak to that? Can I speak to that? Christian, I think um you know, and this is a lot of things with large bureaucratic institutions. I think the average person um sometimes gets frustrated because there's not clarity in the process of like how do we make this happen and then sure. obviously they don't have all the facts and they say well one person says oh it's that person's fault and then you know five people think it's that person's fault and then someone else says it's their fault you know so is it the ncaa's fault is it the coach's fault whose fault is it is it espn yeah. is it the fbi yes <laughs> i, think I don't know i think it could be the fbi jd look into the <laughs> fbi angle after the show, please. FBI, look in for Magnum PI. Yeah, like that. He's, he's got connections, obviously. He, he I was the owner. <laughs> Goods. I actually do enjoy talking about this stuff to a degree, but I do think we should um, turn our focus to more current events, less of the hypothetical. If that's cool, did we exhaust this topic at least for today's um, show? Yeah. Can I exhaust another hypothetical topic? But it should be not <laughs> hypothetical. Okay, because uh, our guy, oh my, the real Avery Lynch, and you know what? I don't know why I haven't thought of this. Uh, Flo owns track oh, now. I, I right? thought about it, <laughs> dude. The stupid, stupid star system on track it makes my mind freaking hurt because yeah. a five year old or seven year old or whatever can get like five star, right? And then you have like a good college wrestler. And they're like a one and a half star because it's compared to your competition. But it's so preposterous because it should be actually ranked like on a full spectrum of, okay, an elite college wrestler or international is a a five star, right? And generally in high school, the highest you can get is a three and a half, 
I don't know, 3.7, something right there, right? And if you're a youth wrestler, you can't get above a 2.5 or something. And this way, it, it enlightens them and it lets them know, like, while you may be good for your age group, you are not good on the spectrum of wrestling. And so you need to aspire to bigger, better things. I mean, it's the same reason we don't put anyone below high school age on our All-American banners. Because wow. it's youth stuff. You don't count. I'm sorry you don't count. I want you to aspire to bigger things. I'm happy that you're pretty good right now. I like that you like wrestling, but I want you thinking about when it really matters. And Honestly, I'm going to let you know when it really matters to us, and that's high school and beyond. I think it's worse for – I think while your angle is definitely – a part of it, I think it manifests itself worse in the parents than the kids. Oh, yeah, it's all uh, the because because oh, they're trying to do all the tournament. Yeah, and they the tournaments and, and they lack. Yes. they are the ones that are lacking the the judgment and they're in that competitive mindset. And you got kids that, and you can tell that dad's in there updating the 180, oh, yeah. 1850 and three thirty. Yeah. and their season. I told you about record. that one you sent me where um um I had known one of my kids that beat that kid. Yeah. And I'm like, I know that match happened. I saw that match. Like, and and then I was like trying to find it. I'm like, wow. I'm like, am I going crazy? I'm like, I swear this match happened. I, I was, I know what happened, you know? And uh, so I couldn't find the match on the kid's profile. And then I'm like, okay, I'm going to search my kid's profile. Uh, the kid that I know. Right. And so I searched it and sure it was right there. So the dude must've deleted the result from uh-huh. his kid's profile. It's sick. Either the kid or the adult. I don't know. We're calling flow up. I mean, I remember this with <laughs> the, the track days. And now it's, I'm sure it's gone to flow. You know, mm-hmm. uh, our kid only lost five to three and you had it five to two. Yeah. Like story about that. Like, yeah. I mean, are you freaking, I mean, I'm telling you, it's the one event and it's, it's ran Ben. You'll, you go to this all the time. Hmm. It's ran very well. The the WWF Kid State Tournament yeah, in Madison, it's it's ran very well. But I got to be honest, it's the one event that when I leave it, I'm like, I have a real like kind of a icky feeling when I leave. Really? It. Yeah. I mostly stay away. We generally don't have any kids in the youngest division or very minimal. So okay. I am mostly by the older divisions. And by that point, I think um, I actually think if you if you Christian, you can go observe this. You have a kid now. Go yeah. observe at a youth tournament, like the behavior of the K through two parents. And then the third, fourth, and then the fifth, sixth, and then seventh, eighth. By the time they get the seventh, eighth, I think a lot of the parents realize, man, I don't know what I was like over there. I was oh, such an I, idiot, yeah. you know. <laughs> and like so this bad. side of the gym, the K through two gym is like these people are insane. Yeah. And then I think they grow up and they realize, oh my god, I was like, I was way too involved. I was you hope so. crazy. And by the time they get older. It the this side of the gym is is way way calmer and it's really tremendous. So well, that's you, good. That that's good news because I I uh that's awesome because yeah, the, it, it's the parents are the definitely ones get better here in that ship. But one Coach Messer and I were just laughing last night because at youth practice, um, they're almost all, at ninjas. Obviously, they're little kids. Almost one hundred percent of parents stick around, and then the next the next age group, um, it's it's probably half to say two thirds when they get to high school. There are literally no parents in the room. I mean, it's awesome, right? It's awesome for yeah. us. Like the parents do not show up. I mean, they it's shouldn't. like maybe once in a while, but it's pretty rare. Majority of practice, there's zero parents. Yeah. Ben, here's and, and you and I have talked about this a million times, and I'll, I know we'll go move on to something else. I think what blows me away more than anything else is when you have a coach like yourself, Ben, or some guy that's an NCAA Division One All American. 
and he's trying to coach like that. You got like, if, if you're a parent, you're in really good hands. You don't have to do yeah. anything. Just get out of the way. Yeah. But, but, they, it's hard, but, like, it's hard. but some of these parents, I mean, it, guys, it'd be like me. It'd be like, I look at this from a broadcast standpoint. If, uh, if my kid wanted to be a broadcaster and Vince Scully, the late great Vince Scully was his broadcast teacher. I don't need to get involved because I don't know more than Vince Scully does. Like, know your place uh, and stay in your lane. But yeah. I don't know how you guys – it just – I don't get it. I don't understand. All right, so to, to Ben's point – damn stars. Yeah, yeah. To Ben's point, I I think profiles should – you should have – results should be in there. You should be able to find the, the matches. You know, I think it should be a yeah. good – should have utility for the kid, right? But yeah. r- rating, rating eight-year-olds – I mean, it's so funny – Caleb, you know, I was showing him track wrestling and, and stuff, and he, he, I was showing him his bracket, and then he clicked his name, and it goes through the huh. profile. And he goes, oh, like, oh. he opened up, he goes, it was after his first term, he goes, they're rating me? And like, so like, <laughs> exasperated. He's like, what's that? He's like, what's happening? I was like, no, dude, it's just, it's like an automated so thing. <laughs> it's like, it doesn't mean anything. Don't look at it. Don't think of it. But, I'll be darned if he when he went from one and a half, he's like, I'm two stars now. I was like, that does I was like, Caleb, that doesn't mean but like he's you know, he's ten, now eleven, and it's it's a What's crazy his picture, thing. Chris? Should he get like the also... logo up there? Huh? I said, does he have like the Astros logo up there for the profile picture? Well we tried and I couldn't figure out how to get it switched, so I think he has no, uh, no photo. Uh, um uh, but yeah, it would have been. Yeah, and they also, I mean, the other thing, now I'm going to go on a complaint complaint fest about track. We're never going to get our picks done today. But they have have the elite athletes thing, right? So if you go to, like, profiles, I'm going to search someone, find them. And then there is elite athletes, right? And you go there, and it's mostly little kids. Yeah, And it's like, wait, wait, wait. This is ridiculous. Why are there a whole bunch of little kids on the elite athlete rankings? Because they wrestle the most. That's how. But the, if you if you did it properly, you'd only they have spend like, the most money at tournaments. That's why. Oh yeah. my god! You'd have you know the senior level athletes or college athletes. But he, yeah, uh, okay, I'm gonna. All be right, it's, we it's got it. Everyone got it. Okay, got tracks it. fixing it. Thank you. Yeah, Thank we'll, you. we'll get rid of the stars. Um, okay, Braden yeah, Thompson. Have stars and ratings, Christian. Just, just FYI. Well, what's what's <laughs> the difference between a star and a rating? I'm not really certain, but if you look at a profile, a stars up top, and then if you there's a few lines down, and there's a rank value. Huh. I don't know if I've noticed that part, but yeah, yes, we'll get rid of all that. Let's move on. We have to talk about something happening. Braden Thompson (laughs) transferring from Lockport. This is this is right on point with the topic we've been talking about. (laughs) So this is this is um. I mean, there's already like a faction of we got mailed this two four page letter from someone anonymous, just four like four page letter, four page letter from some o- Oklahoma resident that is just furious about what's happened. This was months ago. <laughs> furious about <laughs> Why it. did they write a four page letter? This has happened on Monday <laughs> because because it's been happening at, for a long time at Stillwater High School. Ben, they got AJ He, they got oh, Barrett Jordan. They yeah, got, yeah, they're getting everybody. Yep. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. So this guy's just furious, and you know Edmund North people are are mad, and um, so but they're mad before. Now the number one kid in the country transfers second semester. I, I, I got a question, Christian. Can I have a question real quick yeah. before you? Even, 
how is this even legal? In Wisconsin, this would not be legal for a com- kid to come in in, in jan- middle of January and be eligible for the state tournament. Like, does Oklahoma have no rules? I would imagine they it's move. just Oklahoma, and they're moving. Yeah, what I, if you move, Ben? I don't think you would be. I, I would have to look at the exact rules. I don't think if you were to move that you would be eligible. In the I, I would think you would be if you moved. We'll That'd find out very guess. soon. Okay. We're going to find All out right. very soon. They, well, Oklahoma they has fully, rules, obviously. Yeah, yeah. Of course. I mean, look at look at Pennsylvania. PIAA suspend, suspends kids all the time from, from wrestling yeah. for, for literally moving. Yeah, they just suspended a team for moving. Oh, yeah. An entire team. So or recruiting. Or, I don't remember exactly what the it's allegation totally was. totally state by but, state. And very yeah. obviously, Oklahoma does not have restricted, um, very restrictive rules about this. He's going to None. wrestle for Stillwater. Um, yes. And so, you know, the... And I understand if you're... In an ideal world, everyone, all things are equal, and you grow up in your town, and your town has a club, and you train in the club, and then you go to the club's high school, and then you represent that club, and it's all great. But it's like, I wish it was like that. I think everyone probably deep down, but the reality is people are, it's a, you're allowed to move in this country, and I even think about all, I think about it right now with Caleb, it's like, man, is he going to go to this high school when 10 miles this way, he could... He'd have these guys as his training partners. That would be probably better for him when he's in high school. Like yeah. I'm thinking about that with my my 11 year old, and it's not even it's not something we'll probably do. But so you think we the, should do it? Yeah, we might, and we might. Um, so I think you should. I think obviously within reason. Tommy and I did a whole podcast on whether we would send our kids somewhere to. You know, like we were talking about. <laughs> we were talking specifically about Blair and Wyoming Sam, and you know, both of our feelings was that you, know, you only have that. eight. Yeah, you have 18 years with your own child and and you should try to get as many of them as possible and not ship them off four years early was was our feeling. And I know obviously other people have other feelings on that. Um, But the transfer thing, I mean, Braden Thompson specifically has been he's been a lot of places. He's been a lot of places. And so um, it does get a little exhausting with certain kids where they're just bouncing around. And I think that speaks to those kids and why, you know why and maybe their families and why they can't find a home that works like why does it need to be four or five different places and you know we tommy and i talked about this also is like sometimes people see the world as the problem is always someone else it's outside you as opposed to the problem might be me and how do i fix my problems and you know if i can't win in his case it's not winning wrestling matches because he's winning a lot of wrestling matches yeah. Right. But if I can't win wrestling matches, it's my coach's fault or it's my teammates' fault or it's my school's fault or whomever. And then I need to go find a new school and that's going to help me win more wrestling matches. Right. That type of thing. Yeah. Is exactly. he coming to a college? Yeah, Oklahoma State. State. Yeah, that's what I figured. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Though, I mean, the weirdest thing about the Stillwater transfer thing is that it is obviously it's in Stillwater. And so it feels very tied to Oklahoma State. And then, I mean, all the way back to, say, Tristan Moran, my buddy, you know, they were, I'll say. Arizona, right? Tristan Moran's brother went to Oklahoma State, and they recruited Tristan Moran to wrestle for Stillwater High School, straight up. From Arizona, right, Ben? From Arizona. So he moved from Arizona, he wrestled the last two years at Stillwater High School. You remember the Deeringers did that, too? So this is how I can tell you explicitly, Tristan Moran has done it. Uh, was was recruited to wrestle at Stillwater High School, and this has happened with so many other people. Yet Rushall, Derringers, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So that that's why this one feels extra weird, is because it's tied to a college, also, you know. And there, I don't think there's any other example of that. No, 
There's not. So. Right? I mean, maybe Iowa City. There's a few guys who move into Iowa City early. Um, you know, they had a really good program and, for a long now, time. Uh, Gabe Arnold. Gabe Arnold. Now does have yeah. now, he'd be able to? My assumption is now this he'll he'll be able to train in the uh, Oklahoma State room, right? Well, in some capacity. There's no RTC. There's no high school RTC during the college season. I do know that. But outside of it, yes. Outside of it, yes, they can. Yeah. yeah. Because I mean, I would say this, guys. On the surface, the fact that he's going there makes sense to me. I mean, if if you're going to wrestle in college, you know, that makes sense. Yeah, but just the timing of it, Shane. Like we're in the you know we're in the January. second half of his senior year semester. You know, he's probably already started school for the second semester, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, that makes just the timing of it makes it really strange. Um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I, yeah, I, I struggle because I do think Christian in, in, in cases, I think mostly if a kid is really serious about wrestling, um, they should find a program that fits them. Hopefully they don't have to go an hour, right? Hopefully they can find something relatively close and, mm-hmm. you know, open enroll. It was constantly called open enrollment where you, uh, can register for a, a neighboring school district and go there. I think it's good because I think the other thing that, you know, if you want to look at both sides of like the loyalty debate is like, yeah. okay, well, if I'm a, if I'm a really driven eighth grader and the local high school coach, he gives half an effort. Like he's not really trying that hard. Why should I be loyal to that guy? Who's not going to be loyal to me because I'm trying to put in my full effort and he is not sure, you know? So that's kind of how I think about it. Yeah. And I, I don't think that's the case with Braden. There's no half efforts from, from yeah, no, not where at all. he was. And I, I know that's not what you were saying, but. Um, no, no, not. I was just talking, you know, in a more broad sense. Yes. Um, okay, so he's on the move. I'm sure Oklahoma people are not happy about it unless you're in the greater Stillwater area. The fact that it Oklahoma State does this, does that make it better or worse, uh, in your opinion, Ben, or neither? What are these mean, guys going to Stillwater? What, what well, you like you exactly? said, it's different because it's tied to a college. Does yeah, make it makes it? it it makes it feel like that, uh, and and I don't I have no proof of this. I don't know this is the case. Well, I do know it with Tristan actually, so um, I don't I know in a singular case. Um, it feels as it should be illegal because it, there is a tie to a college program bringing kids into a high school, which is then ideally going to recruit them into a pipeline to their college. Uh, that seems outside the jurisdiction of uh, what they should be doing. Um, but the one Brady Thompson is like, it doesn't make, how's he going to get any competitive matches in Oklahoma? And he's only got what? They probably have five to six weeks of their high school season left. Like it's not long. Like it's like, what, what's he, why does he even want to be on the team? It's like, he's going to pin all these dudes in a minute. Like who cares? Yeah. I don't know. It's weird. Sort of weird. Yeah. Okay. Um, I mean, am I wrong? Is there any competitive matches for him in Oklahoma? Uh, AJ Higgs is teammate, so he can't wrestle him. <laughs> I don't know off the top of my head. Probably not for a guy of his caliber. Probably I know not. there are other really good teams in Oklahoma, but I don't know about how specifically at his weight. How big's Jersey Rob? He's heavyweight, isn't he? Um, yeah. So maybe I mean, if Braden went two twenty or something, but I don't think he will. They have or the weights are different in. It's like one seventy five, one ninety, two fifteen in Oklahoma. So I don't know how they're. Gonna figure out the Heeg Braden thing, but I'm sure they'll figure it out. Wait. Oh. Oh my god. <laughs> I just clicked on the rankings to kind of look see if there's the Oklahoma kids. Yeah. 
And uh, I said Rogotsky, and the next column says Stillwater. And I'm like, wait, Rogotsky, Minnesota, <laughs> Stillwater, Stillwater, Minnesota. Close one, of course. Jersey's <laughs> well, yeah, he, he is ranked at 182 from Stillwater, Oklahoma. Um, so uh, yeah, they'll have to figure that out. But I, there's no 195 from Oklahoma who are in the rankings, so I can't imagine there's gonna be any competitive matches. And there's only five or six weeks of the high school season left. There you so, go. Yeah. Um, All right. Whatever. Kevin Ward tweeted um, an NCAA rules, I guess, clarification about top and bottom stalling. It mm-hmm. came out January 9th, 2023, where I don't think we learned anything because you thought this was fake news. Well, I, because the order which it sent, the first word was not capitalized. I was like, this doesn't mm-hmm. look, this is sort of. Oh, because I got you. Second page. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But anyway, yep. uh, it. I don't think we learn anything because it's what we talk about all the time is that they don't call stalling on the top guy unless it's the sequence mandated stalls where they have to count. It's pretty rare. Um, and, you know, people were upset about, oh, Dayton Fix is double legs. He's not turning anyone. But the reality is that he's not called for stalling there because they don't call stalling for not trying to turn. Because what I've always said, riding time exists. You are incentivized yes. to simply ride. And so if you simply ride and you're following their little rules for the count things with drop downs and side headlocks and this, that, and the other, then you're going to be fine to just simply ride, break down, keep them flat. Um, so this is basically outlined in a tweet that Kevin Ward sent where he had the screenshots of it. Um, it basically confirms that. And this is from a recent update that just came out. Yeah. I don't know if it's got the NCAA sent to coaches. Yeah. I, mean, I don't even know if I would call it an update like they're not changing the rule yeah like a clarification clarification. let's say clarification yeah so they're clarifying what to me has been evident for a long time is that they yeah they do not call stalling on top uh basically ever find this yeah uh so i mean it did say okay so let me i'll read exact verbiage um you know so i mean the one thing is that it's if the essentially if the offensive wrestler the top guy broke the bottom guy down it's incumbent on the bottom guy to get up because he has been put there, which I actually had that rule suggestion for kind of how to alleviate that situation. Um, but it says, it says essentially that the top wrestler, there's enough incentive with the near fall mm-hmm. um, to not penalize the bottom person all that much. And then the other thing that says uh, it, the term it uses multiple times is I believe aggressively breaking down. So right. um, that's where I, I would disagree a little bit, Christian. Okay. And, um, in certain cases, like uh, Staraki, uh Massa, maybe. I, I, hope, I hope I'm citing the right match. I hope I'm not yeah. getting this wrong. Um, but where they go minutes without getting a breakdown. Like, you know, like, if you're not getting a breakdown, you're not aggressively attempting a breakdown. If the man stays on his base the whole time and you just ride, then you're mm-hmm. you're just riding. You're not... Uh, you're not actually riding them. Does that make yeah. sense? Yes, it does. It does make sense. Okay. I'm trying to find the exact verbiage. It's hard to find on my phone. It says it says something to the effect of aggressively breaking them down. Um, yeah. yeah. Guys, you know what's interesting with this too is it's so backwards in high school. If you're if, if you're in high school, so much. Yeah. If you're well, if you're in high school though, Ben, and it just drives me nuts. Good match. State final match. Let the kids decide it. You got a 3-2 match. Kids on top. 25 seconds left. He's getting hit. Yeah. 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 
Um, right. It says, do not aggressively attempt to break down the opponent. So, and I think it says it one other time. Um, yeah. So when when that when when they're doing double thigh pry or that type of stuff, to me that is um that's not an active attempt at a breakdown, and that should be called for stalling. Yeah, I uh, I got I got frustrated because Caleb got hit, called for stalling on top, and it's like kids are hitting. You know, he's not very good on top for one at this mm-hmm. point. But um, <laughs> what star is he? Is he is he elite? <laughs> oh, I don't know. I haven't checked his star rating recently. You know, we got some tournaments coming up. We're going to get those stars up. That way we know he's good at wrestling. Um, but guys, he guys kept coming to their feet and he'd return them. And then he tried to break them down, but they he wouldn't. And they get up to their feet. He dropped the leg, put him back down. And he got hit for stall. And I was like, man, the kids are doing a good job underneath. He's just trying to hold them down. Um, yeah. So yeah, they're more punitive, weirdly, for the youth in high school than they are in uh, yeah, college. yeah, it's bad, it's different, sort of weird. Um, anyway, uh, so that's a that was an interesting thing, and now I think we should um, get to get to picks. Um, let's get gotta, to it already. Yeah, let's. So get guys, to it. Who's, uh, who's doing the best job between you three on the picks? Where do me? I mean, you already know this. It's me. No, it's it's me, Christian. I, I went. I'm sure I, I. You can't be that much ahead. You of won me now. last week, but I'm you guys got to keep. You guys got to keep a tally of this. So yeah. people, yeah. What's the tally, tally JD? It's not important. What's it? J- JD? What's the JD, tally? Getting, JD is not doing well. Killed. You know what's funny, uh, Shane? JD makes amazing lines. Like we don't just do pickums. We pick like against maker. a spread. Oh yeah, yep. He does the lines. He's so good at that. That's the hard part, actually. He's just bad at the picks. He's not okay. good at it. It doesn't make sense. Here's what um, you guys need to do. You need to have a running total, and who's ever leading is a three-star, middle, second place is two stars, and one star, you know, for the third-place guy. That's a good Actually, point. Or even what is the score, J.D.? One star, who's ever last place doesn't get any stars. He literally stopped doing the season totals uh, because I'm gonna of... Do, I'm doing right now. I'm going to have done in no time. Want, wow. I'm a, I got him. I'm going fast. All right, so... Let's do, or we'll start with the weekend picks, um, starting with Friday, and we'll just kind of go in order, which is typically what we do. We've got quite a few in here. And Shane, I don't know how you can do this, but just chime in. I'll, and just, just, I'll just chime in with some thoughts if something comes up. But thoughts, Shane, you thoughts better pick someone. I'll let thoughts. the Masters pick. Uh, yeah, right. You get um, no stars if you won't I'm, make picks. No I'm star. defaulting today. No <laughs> stars on track wrestling. Okay, first match. Dylan Raggison versus Rayvon Foley. Young James has uh, Raggison a two and a half point favorite. Rayvon Foley versus Ray. Now, Rayvon, little... hey, oh, you know what? I want to make. A, can I make a comment? <laughs> We're off the rails today, yeah. Christian, JD, sir. Did you guys freaking realize that Aiden Valencia yes. beat a good field at the Reno Tournament Champions, but didn't win the Doc, Doc B? B? Yes. Yes. What in the world? Does that mean high school wrestling is now tougher than college wrestling? That's exactly what it means. <laughs> That's uh, why they're the elite athletes. Wait till you see, like, you know, uh, you know, you got Tulsa. Those are the best of the best in reality. <laughs> That's what you don't trophy. understand. But seriously, that but that is seriously crazy, though. That really happened, yes. Yeah, it really happened. High yeah. school kids are very good. So this is an interesting one because Foley and... Ragason have split. Foley won seven two, and then Ragason won three one in that order. But 
Foley not having as probably a good a year as he was last year. He lost, he was one of Aiden Valencia's victims he lost at Reno. Eight three to Aiden Valencia, and he was pinned by Josh Kyle in two minutes and fifty one seconds this year. Hence the line two and a half for Ragason, to which I say, Ben, what do you say? I I also will say Foley is not having a great year. Let's go Ragason. Um, I will hmm. I will go ride for Dylan as well. We're all Michigan men on this podcast oh, today. Michigan men, not Michigan State men. Okay. So we're all saying Ragason covers here, which is uh, all but a guarantee that Foley is probably <laughs> just going to win the match outright. Okay, big one here. I, this is one of my most anticipated matches uh, of, the, of the weekend. Jonathan Milner, John John as they call him, versus Caleb Henson. James well, says like point, point and a half favorite for Milner. What now? Ben foolishly uh, underestimated Henson a week ago uh, against. I'm not foolish. Yanni, some obscure wrestler from Cornell. You didn't get a damn takedown in the third period, and it cost me my picks. He does as he pleases. Um, He knew the. He understood the assignment. So, (laughs) I'll say. this is a tough one because, man, this when you think about for a freshman matchup, Milner's a tough one because he's so good on top. He's really, really hard to score on. I think a point and a half, actually, that's right in the zone. Now, Milner hasn't been wrestling. Um, but I think Milner, I, I'm actually going to say he covers this one. Uh, sorry, read me the line again. I'm doing math. Point and a half. Uh, He's been I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Henson. Oh, he missed a scuffle at least. He's 18 and two on the year. 18 and two. Yeah, that's a lot of matches, bro. <laughs> Last match was three days ago. Okay, he beat Gets Binghamton, and he won by major decision. Yeah, I think he probably wins. Man, how about the schedule for <laughs> Caleb Henson? Has faced a lot of guys already this year. Yes, he has. Who are you gonna pick, Ben? I saw, I, oh, I, said, I said Henson. Oh, okay. Yeah. Dang. I've gone back and forth. I think Milner wins, but I could definitely see it being by one point, like a a, a ride-out period situation. And you think Henson Or on writing time. I think Henson could, could win, so I don't hate taking Henson with the point or straight up. But I'm going to go Milner by oh. two. He he wins. Uh, he gets a writing time writing point time. at the end. Plus he he wins like a five four six five something like that. Tack on a writing time point. And he wins seven to five. Yeah, it's gonna be a it's gonna be a fun match. Henson's gonna go after him. Um, if Henson wins, it'll probably have been like a shootout, like a six five type of deal. Yeah, um, I agree. I'm not I'm not as convinced on this one, but you know we're going for it. Glory Kaler. Um. That's All right, up. I got I got results. You want results first? Yeah, sure. As we're tired on this. Oh, they're old news, oh, but right. yes, go ahead. And um okay, so in that means Ben's uh, leading this season. I haven't seen it. Last place for the season with only one win out of seven. JD Raider, he did have though, and his one win was the week that we did the most picks. He was fifteen and seven in week three. He's a volume um, volume play. And that was that was that was his best week. He actually he had a great weight six, cut that week. Six, great weight cut. He was making good cut. decisions that week. Good sleep. Him and his he girl. You know what you can do when you when you do the little things off the mat. Yeah, he beat you by six peak uh, six picks that week. Yeah. Um, 
Okay, in second place, Christian Piles, who has three wins. He is 43 and 30. And in first place, myself, three <laughs> wins also, but I'm 46 and 27. Dang. So what's the best? You guys should go by total picks, right? Like that's, winning. Yeah, so I said I read, okay. I read those off. 46 and he's 46 and 27. I'm 43 and 30. Um Okay. That's cl- heck, that's close. It's pretty yeah, it's close. Um yeah. it, it'll come down to the end. Probably it was. I think I won. I didn't win by much last year. It was definitely close. I hope you guys have some kind of trophy or a championship. I think Christian went back kind. in and changed the picks after the fact. He, so ben he has continually just lied about that. <laughs> when every pick is done online and broadcast <sighs> everywhere, no, Listen, you, you, have edit, you have editor capabilities to this document, Christian. But my it's easily verified what I actually picked because I said Christian's it on the show. Guy. You think I'm going to go back and listen to the whole show? Christian wouldn't do that. I wouldn't do he that. Wouldn't do Same. I don't. Oh, that much time. Not, it's not that just I wouldn't do that. It's so unnecessary for me because I just get the picks right more than you, Ben. <laughs> That's just what happens. You guys need to go to Targets and get a like a WWF championship belt, like that the little kid, <laughs> you know. And whoever wins that, whoever wins it, I'm wearing that every belt, day Christian. as the champ. Yeah. No, yeah. I want one of Ben's belts. How many belts I'll you got, want, Ben? I want one yeah, back on true. my wall or something here so I can, I can show you that I'm the picks champion right yeah, here. What's your, that's what's important. Your, what's your favorite belt you have, Ben? Uh, it can't be a braided one you wear with your jeans. <laughs> yeah. Actually, I don't usually wear a belt. Uh, yeah, I don't wear a belt. Um, hey, uh, Terry Pappen in the YouTube chat did Edmund North beat them in the duel? In a duel? Yes. Do you think I, Edmund like, North actually has Edmund North kids, or or could it be like surrounding areas? I mean, I know they're not recruiting nationwide. Yeah, I don't know. That's my thing. It's I, like they are not getting out of state, but I think they got a couple close by moving kids. Don't yeah. quote me on that. Sorry if I'm wrong, Oklahoma people. But that that is my understanding. This isn't the crowd to uh, to get upset either. <laughs> Just, just give me some life advice. I mean, well, con- compared to a, a Stillwater, it, it, yeah, they are not. It re- pales certainly. Yeah. Okay, God, I don't know what we're doing. Oh, Glory Kaler, five and a half for Glory. I'm, I, I think this is. Oh, that's a lot. That's a lot. That's too, too rich. Kaler, Kaler's not been great, but I don't think he's getting, losing by six. I'm pretty sure Glory beat him by five or six one time. Probably last year at the NC2A championships. Mm-hmm. Which different way in That's format than a exactly duel? Exactly right. And also, yeah, I mean, Glory's had pretty close matches. I would consider like Dean Peterson and Shaver to be like comparable yep. to Kaler. Agreed. And those were close matches. So I'm going Kaler yep. to cover. Yeah, I'm dang. I just looked at I looked at Kaler's record because he does have more losses than I anticipated <laughs> this year. But all of that he lost overtime three one three two four two overtime three one and three two. So I'm going Kaler. That's close. What are you doing? He's doing his research now, live on the, <laughs> live on the air. Well, ben, seeing who he lost to. to I mean, Liam Cronin, Mastro, no terrible Hunger, losses. Bergen, Bergen, Eason, Bergen, the Army kid. Oh, 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 oh. I forget it's pronounced Bergen. No C. Yeah, I go like Bergen. Silent C. Oh, the C's not pronounced? Just forget Silent it. C. Can For, confirm. Forget it's there. He, because uh, I was at uh, the Iowa Army duel, and I was talking to Kevin Ward about it, and Kevin said Ethan didn't even tell him for like the first year he was there too. Like Kevin Ward was even pronouncing it. That's a classic, classic Army. And then he found out like from his parents or something. All right. Who are you picking, J.D.? 
We've got to go. Give me, give me we glory. A lot of picks this week. Yeah, I know. We, we gotta, we gotta go a little, little faster because I do have to leave at nine forty-five exactly. Christian, I can't believe you didn't pick Henson. Uh, that's your guy. Yeah, that's okay. Okay, all right. That this doesn't change. I can separate those things. If if Got if it. my son was wrestling, you know, Jonathan Milner, I would still probably love him more than Milner, but I would pick Jonathan <laughs> to win. So okay. similarly. Right. See, and this is the thing. That's a callback because Ben uh, made all these assertions about Bo Bartlett in my picks last year. And he said, I picked him every time. And I made all these ridiculous. To which Tyler pointed out, I was 100% in all my predictions for bit for Bo last year. And Ben was not. So it's actually Ben who has a bad read on Oh, Bo. yeah. <laughs> okay. But notice I lo- I actually lost on the positive side. Like, I thought he was going to do better, and he did worse than when I lost. See, I, I know. think he probably talked me into those. Mm-hmm. And then I did a plot twist on you. Chris Cannon, Brody Teske Chris, is a pick you, you went Kaler? Oh, yeah. This is wild that this is a pick I'm I'm looking. I guess Cannon got killed by Biscoglia, which makes this a pick I'm going Cannon. I feel uh, like test- Cannon is better. Um, yeah, he's better. He's All-American. But he lost to uh, – um, well, he had the injury yeah. default to Chance Rich. He lost to Kolioko, who looked great. Kolioko's had a good year. Um, but what is what is his best win? I feel like he's lost every match that was legit except for Crookham. He be, did beat Crookham. But every like, good, tough solid. challenge. Nagao, Nagao's solid. Yeah, Nagao's solid. Put him on his back. Yeah. Kirk so, isn't terrible. Who who are you gonna pick, James? Teske's my guy, but the lack of uh, matches this year is concerning. Northwestern wrestled really good. Um, their last duel out. How good's Brody underneath? Because I think that could be a factor here. Brody's only one. He's only had two matches this year. That is very concerning. Yeah, but he wrestled his last one and looked fine. He predictably did not wrestle Lucas Bird and wrestled the. Uh, easier matchup of the weekend. Um, man, this is a tough one for me. I actually kind of, I think Brody can do it for sure. Um, I'm going with him. I'm saying is this, one, is this one in Carver? I'm taking Teske. I believe so. I think it's, is it? I should know yeah. that. If if Iowa doesn't wrestle a full lineup, this is a really good duel. There, I think there's there. a. It is very narrow, but there's a path to victory. Oh boy, here we go for the Wildcats. Here we go with the path. I thought I it saw something Carver. on the probables that. Uh, I, I thought I saw something on social media from a probable standpoint with Iowa. Again, just what I saw. It, I thought it said no Warner, and then there was another guy. No that, Warner. Oh, I'm just going by what I saw. Wood, they might be in trouble. I just Any, saw this on a probable thing on no, social media. The no Blazer was the only 97 listed on the probables. Whoa, Whoa, they need him. Blazer could be Andrew Davison, but I think I would favor Davison. Um, I mean, you're going to favor uh, Northwestern at 57, likely. Um, you're going to favor that. I think you favor them at 33. If if there's no Woods, you absolutely favor them at 41. Woods they is not listed. 40, okay, you could, yeah, I knew there were 49. two guys. Um, that'll be the match. Mirren and Yaya be a good match. And they're not winning seventy four, right? Yeah, they might need Lucas Davison to beat Big Tone. Cassiope, which is, I mean, that's Davison wrestling very well this year. He's a big old beast. Like I said, a path. Yeah, Northwestern's got six really good guys. Like six really good guys. 
Dude, look at Trumbly's year. Uh, a Chumble. It's, it's good. Chumbly's Chumbly. year He's last my year. new guy, guys. I never heard of this guy. I, I never told heard you, of He was scrappy in high school. He's what? He is, of any one guy this entire season that's that's wowed me the most, is Trevor Chumbly. I never mean, heard of him. It, it's like, I mean, I, I was aware of him, but last year he was 6-4, and four, and it's like, okay, 6-4, yeah. yeah. and four, really Big Ten. But look at these losses. He lost two. I'm going to try. Munktalga Zunbayan of Northern Illinois. He lost to Anthony Gibson, also of Nor- Northern Illinois. This guy was third string hey. on Northern Illinois last year. Chumbawamba, he gets knocked down, but he gets back he up gets again. He gets back up again. <laughs> Chumbawamba. You're never going to keep He may Maybe last year he was taking a whiskey drink. He was taking a vodka drink. <laughs> He but now, the songs that remind him of the good times and the songs that remind him oh, of the Oh, wow. You guys, yeah. is, you, guys are, you guys are a piece of work. So now he's back up again, and Chumbly's just a beast. He's really good. I mean, that is a, a, a sick turnaround. After he's a great year. story, guys. You know who he reminds me of? Up, up to this point, he's like last year's Jacob Berglund. Because I think Berglund last year was in his fifth year, never got an opportunity, becomes an All-American. This is Chumbly's fourth year. He's been behind Yaya and Deacon, yeah. and now he's getting a chance, and the guy's legit. Yeah, he's for real. For real, for real. So, good job, Storniolo. Good job, Northwestern. And, yeah, this is an interesting duel. And it, it was – Illinois took them 5-5. And Northwestern is, I would say, comparable, if not better than – Whoa. What? Did you guys realize he beat Yaya in 2020 at Chumbly? Beat Yaya Thomas at the Midlands in 2020? No. Man, yeah. Yeah. what a 3 beast. 2. Okay. So, what, what, uh, what odds he, would you need to take Northwestern Moneyline in this? Oh, my. Did, Iowa just went. The, the number of times we've said there's a way this is. How many times we've done this? Well, with Iowa if we State actually and, knew what the real starting lineup. Yeah, that's that that's what you need to know. <laughs> yeah, because if they, if they got Woods and Warner, then it's yeah, uh, man. So there, there, there's no odds that you would be willing just, to put. Oh man, yeah, hundred percent. There'd be we, odds. We should pick the odds after. I mean, on this one, you should do it right after the weigh-ins. You know who weighed in? Then what's what's the money line? Yeah. Well, what would it be now when you don't? I mean, because that's that's where, like, if we're talking about money betting in a casino, um, the smart money is going to wait till after the weigh-ins, so we know yeah. who's there. If, if you were to put any money on this today, you got a gambling problem. <laughs> <laughs> nah, yeah, man, I got a feeling. I got a feeling, Shane. All right, we got to. Oh, are you thinking you're getting we the good odds? We have to keep doing the good odds now. We have to keep doing uh, this. Maybe, they, maybe. The line could go maybe down. Maybe you could be like James Krause and you got the inside information about who's going to weigh in, though. Exactly. <laughs> then you'd be getting banned. All right. <laughs> Yaya Murin. Murin point and half favorite, says JD. I'm taking Yaya. I am How about Yaya Max also. Murin scoring points this year? Oh, for God's sakes. Against. Well, he has. Right. He's, I think Mirren's got eight bonus point victories. I believe he had one tech fall coming into this season in his career. I think he's got three of them. I mean, he is scoring points. Shane, I know Shane's not wrong. He was his bonus point percentages prior to this year, 26, 25, 31, 9, and 21. This year, 69%. Okay. I will yeah. give so you the, did not have the soldier salute before this year. I will give you the WrestleStat rankings of the guys he's bonused. Yep. 153. Hold on, hold on. 95. Please, <laughs> please. 153, 63, 163, 74, 
207, um, 80, 88, 95, and 122. I get that, guys. I get that, but he's still doing it. He's still doing it, no, and then it's going to help him. Come on. Yeah, it but doesn't th- matter that he's been. There's no, a lot it does of ma- guys. It does matter. These guys aren't at the NCAA tournament. It doesn't matter, honestly. Yeah. These guys are not at Big Tens. These guys are not at NCAAs. These are not guys that are not going to be at the relevant tournaments. So it does I matter. I actually looked. Okay, you can check. If you're below ranked uh, 80 on WrestleStat, Max Mirren will bonus you. I just looked at the last couple of years. It's, but I'm seventy. You, but if you get to seventy four, right now, that any time in his career, <laughs> Christian Cancelor seventy two, so he didn't get bonus. But below eighty, they get bonus. Max Mirren's looked really good. He's looked really good, guys. Uh, he, he lost to a, he lost to a freshman. A takedown inside of ten seconds. He's oh my Max gosh, guys. right there. I I am going back three seasons, and it is literally the only bonus he had. The guy was number one hundred three in twenty twenty one. If if you're below, oh Matt Santos, not 107 bonus. Hunter Baxter, 190 bonus. Oh, he did not bonus Eddie Bolivar, who's ranked 150. Mm. He wishes he Marshall that Keller, one back. 79 bonus. <laughs> Who are you guys picking? Yaya or Mirren? Yaya, Yaya, because because of the yeah. point. Mirren is three and zero against Yaya in his career, mm-hmm. but they have. All been by one point. Which is why I almost like, made this a pick. Like he pulls them out at the end. Yeah, yeah and Yaya is hard to ride. I mean, the one where we get, get you guys know where we get screwed on this one, right? Edge. Overtime. No, overtime. Oh, yeah. Overtime, two-point takedown covers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ben, who did you take, Cannon Teske? Uh, Cannon. Okay. Uh, okay. Cassiope Davison two and a half point for Big Tone. I think Davison. Oh, covers really? That. Give me, give me Davison on that one. He's Let's so he's, he's really wrestling well, man. You won't, Howard. guys. Can I ask a quick question, real quick? Yes. Because we talked about this with other teams. How good is Matt Storniolo at Northwestern at developing guys? Yeah, that's what we were just talking about with Chumbly and all, and all these guys. I mean, yep. he's doing a good job. Great job. job. Okay. And he's the best dress coach in the Big Ten. Wow. Shots fired at Tom Ryan. Something. Oh, you're right. You're right. Tom Ryan wears a he wears a suit to everything. Hey, giving the Storniolo by the suits up. Okay. I was gonna make Shane pick. I was gonna put him on the spot and make him. I'm gonna take Storniolo right now just because he's a little. He's just a little. Yeah. He's just a little more hip with the fashion, but it's close. Jay Jagger's been mailing it in. He used to really. uh, I think Jay's too focused on coaching and not enough on fashion. I think he needs to get it back. He was wearing fancy boots, various chains. My guess is Storniolo probably wears some fancy socks where Tom Ryan does not, and that's where I'm going to give the edge to Matt. Okay. I could be wrong. Could be wrong there. All right. Next up, uh, Minnesota-Nebraska duel. Pat McKeeve, Liam Cronin. Man, these are uh, we got a lot of picks. Um, I'll, we got I'll take, a lot of picks, right? We gotta get going. I got McKee covering McKee. This. I got McKee. I think we've picked almost the same things, Chris. I need to start diverting. Oh, we got a few different ones. Okay, you got to be right. Who cares? Stay the course, Ben. Stay the course. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I got. McKee. I mean, McKee hasn't wrestled the past couple Minnesota events, so I don't yeah. know if that one will even go down. Yeah, when we have nope. situations like that, we probably just don't have to. Especially if we have a lot of picks, we don't have to include these. Well, a lot of times this is like the entire show. True. 
<laughs> True. Okay, Peyton, Rob, Brayton, Lee. I yeah, Rob, Rob point and a half. Rob's covering this if if it happens. Yes. Um, he is covering it. Brayton, and my guess is, I mean, last I year I made Brayton, it two and a half. Brayton Lee beat him in the dual meet last year. Really controlled him. Yeah, didn't, I, didn't score a ton of points, but controlled him. Brayton's not been right. Uh, no, this year. he hasn't. I'm, I'm I meant to make this. This was a type. I meant to make it two and a half. Okay. Does that change anything? I'm... No, uh, no. Leave it at one and a half. <laughs> that makes it way harder. <laughs> Fine. Because I'm going Brayton to cover two and a half, but I would have oh, taken. Oh dang! All right, he's going two and a half. I'm still going Peyton Rob. I'll stick with Peyton. I'm just not as confident. Yeah. All right, here we go. This is Ben's just. I know. Ben I has not openly wept. Ben has not openly <laughs> wept on this show. This pick may may bring about tears because oh, he's going to do Wyatt Hendrickson versus Zach Elam of his beloved Missouri Tigers. Oh, my, my favorite college dresser, Wyatt Hendrickson versus my home team, Mizzou. Your Tigers versus your hero. Yeah, I, I'm going Elam. It's with the two and a half points. Um, I think he's going to cover. Me too. Me too. Shane even agrees. You all hate the yeah. troops. I salute them. I think there's a decent yeah. chance he wins. Why? You know, because he's he's also pretty big and athletic. Um, I mean, the chance with Wyatt Hendrickson is that he comes out and steamrolls him with that. You know, slaps a cradle on him real quick or something because mm-hmm. he he's been known to do that. Wyatt Hendrickson basically either bonus points you or loses to you. Yeah, yeah. they're gonna have a good. Coach Smith and Dom Bradley, they're he's, gonna have a they're gonna have a plan. For he's this probably guy. leader for falls of yeah. the year. Who uh why it is? He's definitely up there. Yeah, he's got a lot of pins. quickly. I'm a, guys, I, honest... I, I I'm gonna make one pick on this one. I'm okay. I'm going I'm going with the Air Force. I'm going Hendrickson. Man, I kinda wanna uh I'm thinking about yeah. a switch. Yeah. I'm, thinking... I'm go you know what? I'm going true. Do it, Christian. I'm doing Do it. it. I'm going to make Ben pick Come against his guy. Yep. Yep. I picked against my guy. I already did it. Yep. I'm switching. <laughs> Michael Beard, Lou Dupre, Beard point and a half favorite. To me, this is easy. Right, Beard yeah. covers this. No problem. And we Lou haven't Lou seen Dupre. One of the great names. Agree to pray. Lou Beard. All right, Lou Beard. <laughs> Lou Beard. Michael Beard. I got, I got my, uh, Michael Beard. Let's go. Beard across the board. I wouldn't be surprised if this was a one-point match, though. Yeah, I could see that. To pray, even when he loses, it's it's very tight. He's a big, strong person. Okay, Rutgers-Ohio State, kind of a fun duel. Malik Heinzelman versus Dean Peterson. This is Heinzelman appropriate. didn't wrestle last week, though, right? <laughs> Correct. Okay. Um, okay, regardless, pick them between Peterson and Heinzelman. What say Malik. you? I'll go Dean. I've liked how he looks this year. Yeah. Just, I don't want to – you can't change your pick now, Christian, but I, who did he just lose to that I was uh, I was kind of surprised. I thought he was going to win. This has Heinzelman one point yeah, win <laughs> all over it. it, does, it yeah. He lost to Eric Barnett 6-2. <laughs> oh, yeah. Maybe I'm thinking of the wrong person. He lost no, to Glory uh, Fools. I, I think oh. Dean is very good, but – to me, this is classic Malik, um, veteran of the game, finds a way to yeah. win by one point yeah, or get a late takedown. You could be right. Or something. Uh, I think this is at Rutgers. Um, I'm just thinking Raction, you know, crazy jersey Jimmy stuff. Jimmy John's Arena. Jimmy John's. Is that what it is? Yeah. Jersey Mike's. 
Jersey Mike's. That's what it is. <laughs> Some subway. It's named after a sub. I don't know which one. Subway. Oh, man. The Quiznos Arena. Okay. <laughs> Jesse Mendez, Joe Heilman. Mendez, two and a half point favorite. I looked at this. I was like, oh, that's kind of a lot of points. And I looked at some of Heilman's losses. I'm like, no, it's not. It's about right. Uh, good line, James. And I'm going to go. I'm going to go Mendez. Mendez. Same. Mendez, cross board. Who did you pick in the last one, Ben? Uh, you picked Malik. Okay. Yes, I picked Malik. Yep. Romero Soldano. This is, man. Romero. Uh, this is crazy because Soldano could be down by 14 points and just do something crazy and pin you. So part of me is I like. Think... I almost wanted to make the line bigger. Like, Where do you have the line at? Three and a half. Three, yeah, yeah I should have said that. I, th- I think because Romero loves winning close, but Soldano just completely throws that off. To his back, hundred percent. Yes, he he approaches wrestling like it's a submission o- only grappling contest, where all that matters is if you submit the guy. Yes. Like it's a no time. Like, put this man in it. Yes, put Christian. Put him in. I love yeah. it because that's that's basically his mind. He's like he's like well yeah, but the whole point is who pins whoever. It's like it's he's like not going to get called for stalling on top, Soldano. Like, no. He goes for it. Not at all. But I've got Romero. Uh, you know who I think is uh, I mean, a match where I think this is like very similar? That he lost at Division Three kid, Jarrett Shinoster, 7-0 mm-hmm. in the semis and Midlands. I think <laughs> it looks a lot like that one. Yeah. Maybe worse. They're, they're going to have done their homework here and be like, okay, yeah. we're not going to do this. Okay. Northwestern Nebraska. Brock Hardy, Frankie Talshahar, two and a half point favorite for Hardy. Oh, man. Ooh, Hardy, who has not uh, since losing to Drogomiller, has just been insanely, insanely good. What a year Brock Hardy's had! You want to talk about development? This guy was obviously a big time recruit years ago. Years ago, I mean, what is this? I mean, uh, what year did he graduate high school? Do you know? A- Seventeen, maybe eighteen. He did a two-year LDS. Yeah. Uh, mission. Yep. <clears throat> I think we looked this up, but it's been a while. Eighteen or nineteen. Yeah. A while. Yeah, it's really crazy to me that. when guys take two years completely off. I, I talked to him. He said he did not take one step on a mat in those two years. Didn't yeah, even but, think you know, about it. Was he like walking from house to house and then he started hitting some stance in motion? Some <laughs> penetration steps, down block. <laughs> I might have done that. You know, walk, and then oh, you just hit a little jab step there, you <laughs> know? Step. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You should have followed up there. Two and a half points. Yeah. That feels like a lot. The way Talshahar has been wrestling. I think Tardy wins, but I love the line here. I want Talshahar to cover. I'm going Talshahar covers. I agree with you guys on this. Then we've got Chumbly. Um, I'm going Chumbly. Chumbly Really? Uh, I mean, it's two and a half points. Uh, Mm. So, yes, I'm going Chumbly. This Mm. one's tough for me. I'll go Chumbly. Rob. Three one. Yeah, just, just because yeah. Ben went chumbly. He's lost Some two great matches. matches this weekend. Yeah, Coleman, Scott. Yeah, Northwestern maybe in the two best duels. Uh, Ohio State, Rutgers is fun as is Minnesota. Rob's got a tough weekend ahead of him. Nebraska, yeah. Chumbly and uh, Brayton. If Brayton's decent, this one's tough for me. Um. Because on the one hand, Chumbly is lost by one point and two points this year. This year, 
Yeah. Is he due for a little bit of a return to somewhat of last year? He, he's tough to beat because he can he can ride, he can escape, he's scrambly. Uh, so I, I think he's going to keep it relatively close. Beat Braden eight four. Beat Garrett Model six one. I could see Rob winning by three points, like a five to two. Yeah, type things. Two takedowns and an escape. The match against Braden, I think he had riding time, and then Braden took a shot with like a second left. He got to go behind, so it was a little closer than I the think. Um, I think that Rob would have to get to to to, to beat you know beat the line through more. He'd have to get an end of the takedown, uh, end of the period takedown. You know yeah, where to, somebody's to not going to escape. He gets takedown five seconds left. That's easy ride out, something like that. Any chance Chumbly wins this match? Yes, very, very very small. Very small. I'll take Chumbly. I feel like a coward there. I think I should have taken another, but it's okay. Glory Courtney. Glory, two and a half point favorite. I say Courtney covers this without hesitation. I agree. Wonderful. All right, I read with Pat. What are the chances... That Glory actually wrestles both the matches that we have on the I line. think very small. Okay. I agree with that sentiment. Very, very small. Um, okay, we did it. We actually got all the things in. Nice. We'll, we're not going to get to yes, questions. The picks. We'll do question mega show. Question mega show tomorrow. Tomorrow. I will be here. I won't. I will I'll, be here. I will hopefully be on a flight tomorrow. Um, Someone's they resumed. Questions? They resumed mid-show. Let's go. Hey, do you know partially? Every, partially, every resumed. plane was grounded in America this morning, Shane. Did Wait, you hear about what? this? For what? The total FFA, FAA. Shut up! I keep calling it the FFA. Can't take the boy out of Buffalo Gap. Um, the <laughs> the computer proud member system, of the FFA. The the oh yeah, I was in the FFA for sure. Um. Anyways, every flight was grounded because of FAA troubles, computer stuff. But really. Apparently wow. we're back up, so hopefully I'll take a flight tomorrow. Where are you headed, Christian? Utah, baby, Park City. Let's go for a yeah vacation. vacation. Yeah, just, fun. Just, nice. It's gonna be fun. Have fun. Yes, sir. I plan on it. I'll be you know I'll be watching all the wrestling and stuff. Um, maybe I'll maybe I'll call into one of the shows, yell at Ben for something <laughs> he said, but maybe not. What? Um, but I gotta go. You gotta go, guys. Can I ask so you much. one quick question? Yes. I just want to quick. <laughs> You're not leaving. Paul. I, got, one. I got one question. We got questions. My, my crazy Big Ten take of the year is that Carter Storacci does not give up a single takedown. Agree or disagree? That's not a crazy. That's take. not crazy. That's probably that probably if Vegas take made that line. Big Ten. It's more likely that he wasn't. Yeah, I th- I completely agree. He's not giving up a takedown. Agree? Yep. Yeah, that's He's not a, a crazy take, though. Good. If there was a complete wild card at that weight, but it's like his main <laughs> competitor is Makai. And Labriola, yeah, Labriola beat him. Mackay. Like, Makai's not going to probably take him down because Makai's crazy, known for his crazy defense. Mm-hmm. Mikey, very good, but uh, they could maybe get him in a scramble. Yeah. Like a leg yeah. pass situation. My, my guess is if somebody takes him down, it's Labriola. That's the guy that I think can do it because he probably wrestles him some more. I haven't looked at the yeah. schedule, but... Good, I feel better because I thought I was taking some heat for that for people. I'm like, I don't think it's crazy at all. Crazy. So now I feel no. I feel better about myself. Yeah, you smart guy, Shane. Don't you forget it. All right, you guys have a good one. Thank you, Shane. Thank you, Ben. Thank you, JD. Take and care. thank you to you for listening. See you tomorrow. Thank you. Goodbye.